Good morning, and welcome to Awake as the World podcast with your host, Elliot May. Um, I'd like to do a podcast this morning about why religion doesn't work, and why, yeah, why religion doesn't work. Um... And why religious traditions basically, for the most part, do not work in actually achieving uh, the intention of the tradition. So, for instance, uh, in Buddhism, uh, the intention, I'll just talk about the two that I'm kind of have the most connection with Buddhism and Christianity. Buddhism, if you uh, study and practice it like I have, um, <laughs> you, um, you'll you go, you know, uh, look out uh, for teachers, teachings, retreats, so on and so forth, and what's prompted me to make this uh this podcast today is I was, you know, listening again to some of uh, the teachings of my teacher, who's uh, a lovely person. Um, Of course, he has his own foibles and challenges, I'm sure. Um, But anyways, um, if you listen to these teachings by religious uh, people, um, They're basically, you know, they're basically saying uh, very similar things. They're uh, encouraging you to, uh, you know, embrace the challenges in your life with a positive attitude. Um, They're encouraging you to uh, build positive qualities and reduce your negative qualities. And then they're telling you that um, this will help you connect with the bigger picture, um, which is uh, the all-pervasive sacredness of life, which uh, Tibetan Tibetan Buddhism is definitely about, and um, so is uh, Christianity. You know, the idea that uh, we're all made in God's image, and we're all children, and uh, we're all children of God, all creatures, and everything on this earth. So, in that sense, Christ, or, uh, pardon me, religion uh, does work. It does give you a functional, uh, functional advice, functional map, even functional practices uh, that help you um, reconnect. So, in that sense, it definitely does work. Um kind of from the outside looking in. But why religion doesn't work from the inside looking out is because if you look at people uh, who are practicing these religions, we're, we're, we're hypocrites, man. We're all hypocrites. Uh, the teachers are hypocrites. The students are hypocrites. Um... The practices are hypocritical. Um, The point of view is hypocritical. So on and so forth. And the reason I say that is because 
it's hypocritical in the sense that we're never these religious ideals you could spend your whole life trying to live by them or in them or however you choose to see uh, your religious practice or your affiliation with religion but bottom line is you're never going to live up to the ideal you're never going to experience god consciousness you're never going to get this thing called enlightenment you're never it's just it's not going to happen it's it's a myth and it's a myth in as much as we think that there's going to be this personality this personhood of ourselves that's going to uh get that now it is true that there have been remarkable beings in the past I I definitely um, I think it's hard to um, it's hard to negate that and it is true that these remarkable beings such as Jesus Christ or the Buddha or um, some of the saints that came from that tradition afterwards uh, definitely did achieve something in some sense they did um, connect to a much higher truth uh, of life and live from that place but the idea that in the 21st century that we're going to go to some teachings and we're going to go do some practices for 20 minutes in the morning and we're going to read some books and so on and so forth and that all of this is going to kind of accumulate into us being like Jesus or being like the Buddha is sketchy at at best. And we really have to take an honest look at these traditions, uh, the traditions of Buddhism and the traditions of Christianity and see how, you know, while there is that so-called 1% uh, within the tradition that actually uh, brought life and um, true inspiration to those people within the tradition that for the large part, there's the other 99% and basically we're like the walking dead. (laughs) We are tuned out. And the idea that we're going to be able to you know, study a little, you know, read the spiritual book at this cafe and then do this spiritual practice for 20 minutes in the morning and that it's going to somehow transform our life by doing that and we're going to, you know, get more, uh, you know, closer to, uh, you know, the priest, our local priest or our our local parish and we're going to get closer to our Tibetan Buddhist teacher and uh, make some sort of great offering and then the people in power through the religious tradition are going to somehow confer you uh, some sort of blessing that's then going to somehow um, get you closer to enlightenment. Um, That's a total illusion. Doesn't work like that. (laughs) doesn't work like that 
Uh, so it's interesting. We have these general frameworks, like I said, that are offered in religion that I do think are uh, generally important, uh, just even as like in a kind of more uh, generic sense, um, do good things, try to not do bad things. Uh, everyone uh, is deserving of respect and to be held in high regard. Everyone's sacred. The world is sacred. We're all children of God. We all have Buddha nature. Uh, all all great you know but I think there comes a time where if you want to be part of the one percent so to speak (laughs) which is kind of a funny uh funny way of putting it there has to be an extra jump or an extra leap that you have to take which really in my understanding in the modern culture is really going beyond your own tradition. It's going beyond. And what I mean by that is that you can't be beholden to some sort of cosmic father figure or cosmic mother figure for that matter, who is going to, come along in some vision and pour on your head uh, the great awakening. Now that could happen. I mean, there are stories of enlightened beings where that definitely did happen. Especially in the Tibetan tradition and as well in the Christian tradition they have, uh, you know, people who had visions So these things do happen, but the idea that with little, um, with little will of our own or with little care of our own, that somehow but yet being involved in tradition as if the tradition is going to do it for us. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is that religion doesn't work in the idea that it does something for you. I mean, I think we're in the time of, of AI and we have, I'm pretty sure you can buy uh, vacuum cleaners now that you put on your floor and you like press a button and they go around and they vacuum your house for you. And we have, uh, these phones are incredible. They can do so many things uh, very with very little input. Uh, we can get so much done through a phone or through a computer. Um, but the idea that, you know, you can just show up to a religious organization and not really put in any work to relating to the tradition or relating to the practice is and expect results is naive at best. And then the further idea is that you feel like if you put in a certain amount of work to a certain result, that's also 